0: Welcome to Your Money with DeWitt Capital Management, a show about investing, the markets, life, and everything in between. David DeWitt Jr. and Sr. and Scott Frank will share what they've been reading and listening to and what the trends are in the market. All opinions expressed in the show are solely the opinions of Dave, Dave, and Scott or any guest on the show and do not reflect the opinions of DeWitt Capital Management. All content within the podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decision-making.
1: Are growth stocks dead? Hmm. Have you ever heard the saying, if it's in the news, then it's in the stock? Well if you have watched CNBC recently, or any market news recently, you would be constantly hearing the narrative that value stocks are back and growth stocks are done, at least for a while. Meanwhile, value stocks are already up significantly from their lows and growth stocks are already down significantly in a lot of cases from their highs. While I am not suggesting that this dynamic can't continue, I am suggesting that, generally speaking, by the time an idea has hit mainstream, it is often too late, and the consequence for the average investor is often poor decision making. Let's look at an example. So in growth's corner, we're going to go with the ARK Innovation ETF, ARKK. This represents the highest-flying tech stocks over the past 15 months or so. In values corner, let's just take airlines and energy, two of the hardest hit sectors from COVID, and let's look at them. Um, For those, we'll use the US Global Jets ETF, which is ticker JETS, and the Spider Energy Select ETF, which is XLE, which is basically representative of the energy stocks within the S&P 500. So since November, so we're talking a bunch of months ago in November. ARKK is up nicely, 34%. This is not bad, right? However, since November, Jets is up 59% and XLE is up a whopping 75%. And then let's look more recently. Since um, ARKK peaked in February, it is down a sizable 22%. Jets is up 19% since February. And XLE is up 14%. So all this means, all this really means is that if an investor is making their investment decisions based on what CNBC is saying today, then you'd be buying airlines, you'd be buying energy, you'd be buying a bunch of reopening stocks that are already up so much since November. Why is XLE a better buy today. Now that it's up seventy-five percent since November, is it less risky today than it was in November? Um, throughout the history of markets, investors as a whole have proven time and time again to be bad at timing, buying when risk is high and selling when risk is lowest. You know, so when I ask, are growth stocks dead? Well, relative to value. Since November they've been dying slowly at least underperforming significantly for months now Uh, By definition growth stocks are stocks that are growing companies. So really they cannot be dead so basically This reopening trade started a long time ago. It's not starting now. It's not necessarily going to continue indefinitely Um, Anything can happen though. The point is this has been going on for months now. The market typically is looking six months out. In order to really capitalize on these sort of trades, you need to be doing it before everyone is talking about it. But at the end of the day, let's ignore that. The better question to ask yourself is, does an allocation to growth stocks even make sense for me and my plan and my goals? It may sound corny, but that's really all that matters. We really shouldn't even flinch with all the predictions and extreme calls one way or the other that we hear on TV. I mean, at any given moment, I could find you three well-respected economists who have three completely different forecasts, one bullish, one bearish, and one neutral. No one knows the future. So, I mean, that's why, for the most part, you know, you control what you can control. You should make investment decisions based on sound principles and not on the expectations of an unknowable future. You should have lots of balance in your portfolio. You should be set up to do well over the time horizon that your plan dictates and shouldn't be getting into the weeds and the noise that we hear all the time. If you start trying to time the market, if you get caught up in the predictions, you're bound to do poorly. There is a big gap between what the market returns and what the average investor gets, and it's not because the investment was bad; it's because the decisions were bad. So, just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, value stocks have been on a tear, especially the most being down ones. You got Caribbean, you got um, cruise lines, and a lot. Some airlines are trading at all-time highs, and then you have a bunch of the highest-flying growth stocks, which have incredibly bright futures as companies. Many of them, I could rattle off 10, not going to here, but I could rattle off a bunch of names that are down 20, 30, or even 40% from their highs. Um, and they're getting out of favor now, but they're cheaper than they were before. So logically, you know, you'd want to buy what's on sale and sell what's been really hot. But here we go again, let's see how it goes. Um you know, I'm looking at Southwest Airlines right now at sixty three twenty four. You know, at a fifty-two week high, higher than it was pre COVID. Is this stock less risky now than it was uh at twenty two forty seven at the low? Um was the assumption at twenty two forty seven at the low that this day would not come where we'd reopen you know those are the kind of things you got to think about especially when things are going crazy so you don't make poor decisions i mean you can't you know once you wait until the coast is clear the move has already been made so that's really the point i'm trying to get across to uh, you guys today um but i hope you had a happy easter
0: Thanks for listening. If you want a question highlighted on the show or have any comments or feedback, shoot us an email at yourmoneydewitt@gmail.com. at gmail.com. See you on the next one.